Hey everyone, and welcome to the Hearts Unglued podcast. This is a weekly podcast where I invite guests or go solo and dive into topics that are hard, ugly, and are often hidden in our lives. Life as a late teen and young adult in the modern world as a Christian is anything but easy, and no topic here is off the table. So sit back, grab a coffee, and enjoy. Hey everybody, I have Rachel Furman on with me. Um, It's like 1am and we've been planning on doing this since 8.30. (laughs) Yeah, you got here at 8.30. We had to order pizza. And drink a lot of tea and avoid everything to do with We talked about literally everything else there was a fight outside we're not sure it was intense i locked my door (laughs) we almost lost her cat it was it was a touch and go (laughs) it It was was intense i always isn't it weird how we live for our neighbors fighting outside i don't know i love it but every time i hear it it. like i can be in the laziest position that most things mm-hmm. would not get me to come off of the couch but a good fight <laughs> <laughs> a good neighborhood fight i don't know what that says about us as people we're like i have to see this stuff's gonna go down like i get on the floor looking through the windows and the we, door. i was on the floor i was hiding behind my curtain and i was scared so this was happening in the back balcony, and I was scared to open the balcony because we wanted to hear them better. And I was like, they're going to see me. <laughs> and that's how we almost lost the cat because the screen door wasn't closed, and he almost ran out. Not Felix. <laughs> but unfortunately, we, like, opened the door at the very end of the fight. So we missed it all. It was so such a letdown. <laughs> I'm so upset. And they just drove away. I mean, who knows what it was? It could have been good. It could have. We could have heard something. We could have heard some juicy we stuff. We could have solved a crime. We could have an active instead. Crime. We just drank our tea and watched from a distance. Bummer. <laughs> so, if I were to ask somebody who Rachel Furman is, what kind of answer would I get? Um, a super generic one. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'll just give like the very basic, like we're in a small group intro. <laughs> Hi, y'all. <laughs> I'm from the north, and I like saying y'all. Just I think it's a fun thing to say. Um, <laughs> my name is Rachel Furman. Um, I'm super excited to be on this tonight morning, 1 a.m. <laughs> um, I'm 23. I graduated from the University of Dayton. Two, what year is it? <laughs> 2018. So I graduated in 2017. Okay. It's been a year, not two years. Two years in May. Are you sure about it that? It feels like a really long time ago. Feels like another life. But okay, so I've worked for a year. I've only like I'm a new adult, like fresh, <laughs> fresh out of we the were pond. Just talking earlier about how it should be a qualification in order to be an adult. Go to therapy. <laughs> go to therapy. You can't graduate or have any sort of bills or real life responsibilities unless 
a psychologist clears you to function as a I, human. It's funny you say that about the bills. I literally, okay, so like my mailbox is not far away from my apartment. I, I never check my mail. I, never, I have to pass it going to my car yes. every day. And I have not checked it. Mm-hmm. And I think about the fact that there is probably lots of bills, like <laughs> bills in there and things that are important. It's December. Yeah. I might have a few Christmas cards in there. For sure. It's kind of like, you know, like one of those things where it's like, you know, the pile has gotten so big. You just don't want to touch it. I feel bad for the mailman because I feel like it's always like, it takes so long for me to get all my stuff out of the little shoebox size mailbox. It is like jam packed in there. I know. The only time I really go in there is when I have an Amazon package that I know got It comes to my door. Oh. So I never go. Whoops. It's so cold. I don't want to get in my car. It is. Yours is far, too. It is. It's, like, all the way at the beginning of your apartment complex. Mine, I literally have to walk by it. I try to, like, take, like, my cat for a walk (laughs) to the mailbox. That's, like, our kitty exercise. (laughs) But then it's, like, part of me starts feeling with so much shame when... My neighbors just drive by and they're like, oh, that's you my neighbor. Like, like I've never spoken to them, but all they know about me is like, I'm that girl who has a cat on her leash and that brings it to the mail. And you have to fill a suitcase with how much mail you have. You oh, I throw it all there. off. It never comes back to my place. There's a trash can inside my mail room and it all gets tossed except for one credit card bill. <laughs> Beautiful. That's. So that's, I'm so good at adulting. <laughs> that's that's Rachel that's me. in a nutshell. We just got a brief insight <laughs> to her. She takes her cats on walks. Both cats? Do both cats go no, on walks? Elmer is a princess. She wants nothing to do with the outdoors. <laughs> She's a girl after my own heart. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay, so let's get into it. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm scared. All right. <laughs> what was the most distinct struggle that you have faced as a young adult? Um, this is like, so, there are so many ways you can like answer the question. Like what distinct struggle? Like what isn't a struggle? <laughs> First of all. It's going to your mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is a struggle. No, I think like. For me, I mean, there's a ton of stuff of, like, um, college and, like, party scene and boys. And so, like, I feel like those are a lot of almost not – they weren't minor struggles, but, like, just the overarching struggle of, like, like, who do I want to be? What kind of adult do I want to be? Like, um, and also leaving the college bubble. Kind of in college, you kind of put pause – um, life a bit. Everything and, else. Right. Like not. your, your actions don't actually count towards your character because you're in college. You like you to know tell what yourself I mean? that anyway. Right. You like to tell yourself <laughs> like, yeah, I'm, that's the thing. It doesn't work like that. You can't press pause on your character, but <laughs> like, you're like nothing counts. Everything's yeah. a phase. Like, oh, it's college. Yeah. Or like you can do, it's college. Like, um, 
Everything gets kind of like pushed on the rug. Yeah. Because it's college. Right. And you think that like you can do a bunch of stuff and it doesn't affect you because you can just suddenly switch to being an adult and you won't carry that stuff with you, Mm -hmm. which doesn't work (laughs) like that (laughs) at all. You can't press pause on that stuff. Um, So I think as a young adult, like that's been the most distinct struggle of trying to hit unpause and realizing that doesn't work. Yeah. I was never really paused to begin with in life and just trying to figure out like how, how do I fit in the world? Um, How do I want to present myself? Like what's important to me? What are my values? What, um, who are my friends? What do I do on weekends? How do I spend my time? Um, and that's like a, I think that's like still a struggle. Like yeah. It's not like, yeah. Oh, I figured that out. I'm only 23. <laughs> <laughs> we have nothing figured out. I have very I have little ideas. It's like step one. I've like. identified the problem. You don't even have ideas yet. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I just know there's a problem. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not that bad. <laughs> I just mean that like, I haven't, I'm not going to. Pretend like I have stuff figured out. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> anyway. But I think I think a lot of people... Actually, if you're a young adult and you know exactly where you're going, talk to me. Because I want to <laughs> know. Can you tell me your secret on, like, how you just know? Yeah. Uh, like, I'm super envious of those people. I have ideas of like what I really want to do, but how to get from point A to point B, C, D, E, F, <laughs> like all the things that I want to do. I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea. I thought I should start a podcast. Now it's 1 a.m. and we're drinking <laughs> tea on the floor. This of is your like my room. eighth tea. <laughs> I drank the whole box. <laughs> we'll be very hydrated. Mm-hmm. We got that. Yep. That's not a struggle. Not anymore. Nope. I've a lot. <laughs> I don't know. I almost didn't want to say that. I'm sorry if that's it's against true. who people don't. I mean, it's a human thing. We all do it. <laughs> this offends it's any fine. of you. If, if you're offended by this <laughs> message by the fact that I had to pee. Because you drank a box of tea. An entire box. That's impressive. I know. <laughs> I know. Not, I mean, it's a gift. It's we can't all do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, does that answer the question? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're just pretty much, you're not sure where you're going. That's that is, okay. that is the biggest, oh, I would say that's the overarching theme. Yeah. Of, I think most people, young adults life. I mean, and who, I feel like doesn't ask that question. like everybody's asking you to all the time. Yeah. Where are you going? What are you doing? Who are you marrying? How yep. many kids do you want? Where do you yep. want to live? Like all the questions that we have no idea the answers to. No. And I think I know some people who like you're trying to like constantly fill what's going to make you happy. Mm -hmm. And some people think oh I need to move to a different place. Like a change of scenery is going to suddenly like make me feel different or like I need to do this job, and then that's only going to make me 
be a different person or like that's going to make me happier or like I don't know and I think it's that beginning struggle there feels like to be an extra weight as a young adult because you almost feel like those first couple steps that you make so like that first job you take that first city you move to yeah you feel like you're cementing your future yeah and if you take a wrong step you forget about it. you're screwed <laughs> like or no you just feel like you suddenly f- feel behind if you decide oh that's not what I wanted to do or this is not yeah. where I wanted to live yeah. or and then suddenly you're like crap what do I do change to your plan yeah like when you have everything you're like this is what I'm gonna do it's gonna be perfect I'm gonna move here I'm gonna live here I'm gonna have this job and then the company closes or right. they don't need you anymore. Or you hate the city. Or, you're really lonely. Yeah. Or, you can't yeah. find anybody to lease your apartment after you've already rented another one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've lived that. And you just kind of feel like you thought you had it yeah. all figured out. And then like just life doesn't work like that. No. If you're not in a storm now. There's one coming. (laughs) Yeah, if you're not in one, you just got out of one, or what is it? Or you're about to go into one. You're about to go in. Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. And you have no idea. Yeah. None of us really do, though. Not even just young adults. My mom, my mom still says, I love it. She's like, I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do. Oh, I know. That's precious. Yeah. But that's what my mom said too, similar to that. And that's when she started working with kids. She's like, they don't know either. <laughs> we all None don't know. know. We all don't so know. We'll we'll figure it out together. Yeah. So how do you think like finding your faith helped you with dealing with this as like your struggle? It just became like my anchor. Mm. Like a calming yes. sense. Because like I found myself right after college, just like really also y'all, um, I Googled this, but like post college or like post, um, high school, like depression, sadness is a thing. Oh, I believe that. Like it's a, and it, a lot of people don't talk about it as like this huge, like, yeah, it's this huge life change. Huge. Like you, it's a huge loss in a sense, which sounds silly because you just gained a degree and technically like your freedom as an adult. Yeah. But it's, it's terrifying. It's terrifying. And suddenly like you, you get, you're so built up in college in the sense of like, they really build you of like, go chase those dreams. Like y'all are going to all be astronauts and like yeah. be doctors and lawyers. And like the world is your oyster. And then like you leave and you move home and you're just doing like a nine to five sales job and you're like yeah. stuck in commute traffic and yeah. Just like hit with the reality of the world, like, oh my gosh, and suddenly like no doing. one cares that you got an A in philosophy. Like yeah, no one, no one cares, yeah. and you're just suddenly fit like slapped with the reality of life, and like then you're just doing comparisons online, and like wow, this person like got this job in the city, or like they're doing this. Yeah, and you're like when all of you guys graduate like at the same time and yeah and then someone don't catch a really awesome like job and place and all that stuff and then you don't you don't yeah so I like I've just like finally reached a point in my life like faith has always been a part of my life 
um, I have really awesome Christian parents who like not only like taught me about my faith and about God, but like lived it. So I had a very like strong example of like what that was like, but like their faith, I never really took ownership of that faith. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you went to church, you did your moves and your acts, but like it wasn't mine. It wasn't personal. And I think in this season, kind of going through this like struggle of my young adult life, I've like reached back for that faith because, and I've, I've started making it my own because I, I needed that anchor because in some ways I don't think the struggle goes away because it's yeah. the struggle of life. It just turns into something else. It's the else. struggle of life and yeah. it turns into something else. And like, you know, this is this season, but like, like you said, you're going to go into another season. Mm-hmm. So it's not like this is just a season and then I'll figure it out. I'll find, I will, I'll find, I'll find the perfect place to live and I'll find the perfect job. And then I'm super content and there's never going to be another struggle. Yeah. I wish it worked like that. (laughs) It doesn't work like that. Um, And so I think it has helped me, like the struggle has helped me really lean on him. Yeah. And like trust him and work on trying to trust him. Yeah. And like not just, there's not really a whole lot more that we can do. Yeah. Like when nothing is really up to us like we can pick a job right but the future of that job the future of us at that job is never really in our hands and I I like slowly starting to realize that if if you're not living for more then like what's the what's the point Mm -hmm. if if you don't have like something greater than yourself at the center of your life yeah. That doesn't change. Good luck. <laughs> I'm not saying that's not. Oh my gosh. That came up super daunting. But like, it's just hard. I mean, people will disappoint you. Jobs will disappoint mm-hmm. you. I don't know. So, anyway, everybody disappoints. <laughs> the world is disappointing. The world is a disappointing. <laughs> What is it? The world is your oyster? No. Yeah. It's a disappointing it's oyster. It's a disappointing oyster <laughs> full of bills. <laughs> but also really, bills really cute cats. She does. She succeeded there. Yeah. Cute cats. Felix and Eleanor. Loves of my life. <laughs> my babies. <laughs> Those are stability. Really? You could depend on them. Anyway. <laughs> So, like, through everything always changing and never really knowing, say, like, you lean into God through it, um, how do you find yourself keeping that, like, strong, even in the struggles? People. Um, it is huge, um, the difference it makes with the people that you surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. And... Um, the communities that you join. And I don't mean that in a way of like, I feel maybe some people means they can't affiliate with other people. I said that word really weird. Affiliate. (laughs) (laughs) I definitely said affiliate. (laughs) Like, that doesn't mean I don't like shut myself off. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a difference, but you, you do need to surround yourself with people who 
encourage you and like share the same faith and have the same questions as you. And that's the thing I think is huge. So I'm a part of, we're both in like small groups. Yeah. Um, and part of a 1829 community, which is a group of people that are 18 to 29. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, it's just a community where you're like really encouraged to ask questions. Yeah. And it, you know, it's about like praising God and that's really important, but I feel like especially as young adults is when you're really having questions and it's more a place to take those questions. Yeah. It's not questions. just like, I love God. God's the best, which he is. But, oh, this is my analogy. I have my workout analogy I've been saving. Oh, yeah. She said in the middle of us prepping for this, she came up with a great workout analogy. But she's going to save it for the show. It's going to fall so, so this flat. Is, this is unrehearsed, open, raw, raw not I haven't practiced analogy I on have, anyone. I have no idea what's about to happen. I haven't run it by anyone. I'm ready. <laughs> this is what good podcasts are made of. Mm-hmm. So, I would like to say that, like, asking questions in your relationship with God is like working out. You are not going to get a super toned body if you're just lifting the easy five-pound questions and doing, like, the half. Like, you know when you're on the treadmill and... You've been on there for like three minutes, but you haven't looked at the time and you're like, I'm dying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you see it after like three minutes. And it's like that moment when you like, you suddenly got hard and you're yeah. like, if no one's pushing you, you're like, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> like if no one's pushing me at the gym after 10 minutes, like as soon as it gets hard, yeah. it's like you kind of worked out, but you like worked to the point where it got actually hard. And then you're like, no, I'm done. Right. And I, I can't believe I just made it work out analogy to God but it's like if as soon I feel like a lot of people shy from like as soon as you get to the point where like it hurts yeah to ask and you ask him really raw questions and like honest questions about concerns you actually have like it's not gonna get stronger yeah it's just not your faith gets stronger just like anything else yeah. Like if you feed it, yeah, it gets stronger. But if yeah. you do your little five pound weights and like you're break n- a sweat, ain't building no muscle with that. Yeah. If you never build it break a sweat, then you're not going to Yeah. Gain a stronger faith. I like that. Thanks. Good job. Thanks. That wasn't too bad for Ron on the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it just came I was to wondering me. where that was gonna go. <laughs> It's alarming when you say, I have a, I have a workout metaphor, <laughs> but I'm saving it for the show. That was good. I think it went over well. It went over. I hope it made sense. <laughs> it makes sense in I my head. It went, it went well. <laughs> so even after all of the ways that you keep your faith strong, um, what are things that affect your relationship with God even after identifying this and working on it what wait what like negatively does anything like attack your relationship with god still oh all all the stuff (laughs) (laughs) 
I feel like I'm a new, I'm not a new Christian. I've been a Christian my whole life. Mm-hmm. I'm a new I'm doing it for me. It's a yeah. it's now personal. Yeah. It's now not something that I, you know, just, you know, for the part of the family and like what you do. It's not yeah. an like an emotion thing anymore. I'm like I want to build something real. But like what negatively affects it would just be I mean, there's so many things, so many like habits. Mm-hmm. Um not making him a habit. Yeah. Like, just not even, like, thinking, like, well, what would he think of this situation? Like, not putting him in my, like, thoughts. Yeah. And also, it's, like, super easy to, like, fall back into old habits or old thoughts. Yeah. It takes, it like, is. one, <laughs> like... I don't know, one friend, one night, one, it, it doesn't stop, I guess. So I don't know. I'm trying to think of something specifically that I could say that points out negatively. Yeah. It's definitely hard to like put all of, it's not hard to put your trust in God, but it like is at the same time. Yeah. Like you'll get in these modes where you're just. Like, God is so great. He mm-hmm. has all of my worries, all of my anxieties. Like, I don't have to worry about anything. I just have to keep doing the best that I can and worshiping him. And he has it. But then there's also moments of like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is so scary. I don't know what I'm doing. And before we relied so heavily on God, like there's still those like earthly um, temptations that come up all the time. It's like, like the the world still didn't change. Yeah. Like you are like in your heart trying to change, but like every, like nothing else around you changes. It's like the same concept of like, you know, the joke of like, you go to church, you worship Jesus is like a great message. And then you come out and you're just like swearing at people in the parking lot. Cause they're not moving. Yeah. You know, like, it, yeah. It, and it's like they're running a few like church joke that like, we just got out of church. Why yeah. are you like honking at me in the parking lot? But it's like, it's, it's hard. I think me personally, it's just, it's hard keeping him in the forefront of my mind mm. and just making him a habit. Yeah. Cause I think if I like, if you've actually like clocked out your day and like how many hours you spend, even like showering, eating, driving, like how much of that do you actually spend talking to God, talking to him, asking him questions? Yeah. Considering him in choices. Right. Does God want me to eat this donut? (laughs) (laughs) He wants me to eat one. Does he want me to eat six? Probably not. (laughs) Because I have an issue with moderation. <laughs> so, as a side note, at work the other day, my coworkers busted me. They just, like, call me out all the time. I was, like, I can't just – I had candy from HR. And it's, like, as soon as I had chocolate, it's, like, I need all the chocolate. <laughs> so, I just, like, went immediately to the um, cafe area. And I got, like, those 
like little Debbie donuts. Mm-hmm. You know, like I got yeah. those. I got a pop tart. I got a thing <laughs> of chips. I got hummus and Swedish fish oh, for wow. lunch. <laughs> what part of that is nutritious or healthy or a meal? It's not even, there's no, <laughs> like, that's not a meal. Those are all like snacks. And my coworkers were just like, what are you, do you need all of that? <laughs> yes. And I yes, was like, I yes, do. I did. And then I like, in my head, I was like, why can't you just have like a piece of candy without like going off the edge? I don't know. I'm a very like all or nothing person. Sometimes. <laughs> Even in your candy. Even if, like, cause I'm like, if I'm going to have one. I might as I want, well. I want the whole sleeve if of donuts I've already, now. That's always my thing with yeah. diets and stuff. Like if I. You've already donut, ruined it. I already ruined the day. Yeah. So if I'm going to ruin it, I better ruin it the right way. Oh yeah. McDonald's. Oh no, no. Burger King guys <laughs> is having their McNuggets 10 for a dollar. That's a steal. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's anyway, impressive. this is a super segue. I just have, the point was moderation and I don't have it. God is very, I was very glutinous. Glutinous? Glutinous. <laughs> that's my butt. Glutinous. <laughs> no, that's your gluteus. <laughs> oh. <laughs> What's gluteus? I think glutinous is not a word, oh. but I think it has to do with gluten. With gluten. <laughs> and you're gluteus. Guys, I got a degree <laughs> in communication, so we're good. That's when I got my degree. You in. didn't communicate that very clearly. I know words. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's embarrassing. Gluttonous. Glut- that's, y'all, that was the there word you I go. was trying to say. There you go. <laughs> not gluteus. Gluttonous. <laughs> Whatever. You know what I was trying to say. This is a mess. You're never going to invite me back. I will absolutely invite you back. Oh, my goodness. We can move on. (laughs) Past that. Um, Why do you think during your struggle you didn't lean into God? Um... I didn't, I didn't want to do what he wanted me to do. <laughs> um, I think very much in like college, I thought also like following a life that God wanted me to live was just going to be super boring mm-hmm. and like just really rigid, not fun. Like I wanted to go out and have fun with my friends and like, I want to know part of that life. And again, because I'm like an all or nothing kind of person, I was kind of like, I don't want to do that. So I'm going to go out with my friends. And if I'm going to go out with my friends, then like, we're going, we're going out. And like, (laughs) I want to enjoy it. And, um, I was kind of like, I didn't lean on him because I didn't need him. I didn't want to listen to what he had to say. Yeah. I just thought it was going to be a bunch of no's. Yeah, a bunch of no's, and um, I kind of just, I put him, 
wanted to put him on pause. And I was like, I'll come back to you when I'm like 30. <laughs> I have kids. <laughs> I'll do that thing. Yeah. Just the 20s. Yeah. I was like, I was like, just let me, Bible. yeah, I was like, just let me do, like, <laughs> like, let me have my moment, and, yeah, like, God doesn't, 20 year olds don't need God. Right. You don't. <laughs> you don't. As soon as you turn 30. You need them. <laughs> wrinkles start coming in. <laughs> no. no. We, we I need- think it, yeah, for me, it was, honestly, it was just that simple. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing. Just you just yeah. didn't want to. I understand that. I always say like I hate that in the Bible they like call like they call it the law of God. Yeah. Like follow the law, follow the and I, I just feel like now that I understand the law, it's like fine. <laughs> but when I didn't understand, like the word law is so it like just makes you want to break it. Yeah. Yep. And I was like, and you get, I mean, how many times did you hear from non-believers? Like, I'm not following the rules of some man in the sky telling me what I can't Yeah, because that's do. what it is. It's like a bunch of rules. Yeah. And like, college was a time to finally, suddenly, this is turned into a thing about college with me. But it's, it was like, it was like a time of like, you're not around your parents. You're not like yeah. around their rules. So like, their rules were also kind of God's rules. Yeah. And, right. You know? And so I was just kind of like. Screw the rules. Yeah. Like, I just let me, let me do my own thing. I was like a teenager. <laughs> How did that work out? Not good. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't turn out. It just, it wasn't the best. Um, Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, we all inevitably break the rules because we're sinful. But. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, there's a difference. I know I was like the same where I'm like, if I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out. If I'm going to break the rules, I'm going to break I'm all gonna the break rules. the rules. Yeah. And what's so crazy is that, you know, it's not so much like you have to do this or you cannot do that, especially because that was more Old Testament. Now it's yeah. New Testament. We have a savior who fulfilled the law. So it's almost more of just like guidelines of how to get closer to God and how to feel his grace more. And that's what I think a lot of people miss. And I miss too. It wasn't like, let me see if I can phrase this right. It wasn't like one or the other. Mm -hmm. It's like, I didn't have to pick or that's not what I, I mean that like, because I was doing all these things, I thought I, that that I was shut, that I was shut off and I had chosen my path and like, that was the path I was on and like, he didn't want me. Yeah. And like, yeah, he was concerned with, right. Like you couldn't, right. Yeah. So like I chose my, like I was alone, but like the, what you don't realize is that like, you can't push him away. (laughs) Like he's still there. He's still there. And like, it's just, he's always right in front of us. He's always all around us. It's, us trying to access yeah and feel him and hear what he's saying and see like what he's opening our eyes to right and by following the law we're going to be more apt to be able to see and hear those things as opposed to without it Mm -hmm. it's almost like god gave us an entire book of guidelines (laughs) what what of is this how book? to obtain? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> it's a joke. 
I know the book. (laughs) I'm glad you know the Bible. Um, so what would you say to someone facing the same struggles as you, who's kind of like losing hope? Um, I would say one of two things. The first thing is, is that there's nothing in this world that you can do that means you're not welcome yeah to him and i think a lot of people think and myself included was like i can't go to him until i'm clean yeah i can't go to him like screwed up so i think maybe a lot of people and i don't know <laughs> but maybe you know a lot of people first like i can speak with like shame and guilt and Maybe if you, like, have addictions, you think you can't come to him until those are fixed. Yeah. So, like, like, I got to fix those first. Don't look at me. Yeah. Like, let me, like, let me handle this and fix this because when I come to you, you're just going to shine a light on Mm -hmm. those things. And, like, (laughs) who wants a light shown on that? Yeah. But it's more of, like, come go to him, like, as you are. Yeah. And I think what you don't understand is that, like, it's not like you're hiding and he can't see you and suddenly you're showing up and you're like, I'm clean. He's like, no, I was with you the whole time. <laughs> I like, saw I saw the whole thing. Like, yeah. why didn't you just, like, come to me? Yeah. And I wish I would have really embraced that. Mm-hmm. And until you really believe that in your heart to just come as you are. And I've heard that phrase my whole life. Come have you as not you are. Come as you oh, are. Yeah. But, like, I don't know why don't I couldn't understand. understand that. Yeah. So I would say that. Yeah. First thing. And then secondly is I personally felt scared to come as I was to a church yeah. full of people <laughs> that would just instantly judge you. Yeah. And I think that's another reason people feel like they need to come clean for God and then they need to come clean for people. Yeah. Cause you know, church people don't want to affiliate with people who have addictions or like shame or issues or like, cause no one has those issues cause they all believe in God. Right. Like, <laughs> not true. <laughs> we all have stuff. We were just talking earlier about how we feel like our worlds are upside down. Oh my it's a weird it's a weird yeah weird world (laughs) it's a hard one yep yep it's a rough one yeah especially at 1 30 in the morning I know it's late (laughs) so my the second thing to say would just be to encourage you to not be discouraged by that and to understand that like everyone is kind of wearing a mask Everybody's going through literally everyone is going through in the world who is not going through something. Yes. And if there's some, if you open up to someone and there is someone who is making you feel, oh, my poor cat has asthma. She's having an (laughs) asthma attack. Eleanor. This might be in the background. It sounds so bad. (laughs) Rachel's kitty has an, have you figured out the inhaler? We're going to go get our little kitty inhaler. <laughs> it's, so, it's a thing. 
It just sounds like she can't hack something it up. It sounds like she has a hairball that she, yeah, that's just never going to come up. Oh, oh, I thought it was done. It's really sad. <laughs> She's my baby. Poor girl. Yeah. Poor Eleanor. Well, anyways, thank you so much for being my second guest ever. I'm so on the honored. Podcast. So fun. Even if it took us until 1.30 in the morning to actually <laughs> be able to do this. It's fine. All good things happen past 1 a.m. <laughs> That's a lie. Oh, exactly the opposite That's of what not my the mother line. told me. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I will talk to you guys next week. Let me know what you thought about Rachel's episode. Um, I will post some stuff on Instagram. You can comment on here and on my website. Let me know if you guys have any other questions or just sending some good vibes our way. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to my podcast, Hearts Unglued. I hope you all loved listening to our conversation and got some comfort in remembering that you are never alone. God knows our hearts and is just waiting for us to surrender it all to Him. You can find me either at my website, Hearts Unglued, which is heartsunglued.wordpress.com or my Instagram, at heartsunglued. Thank you again for listening, and I'll be back next week with another topic on the common struggles as a young Christian adult in the modern world. See you then. Mm -hmm.